We're going to talk about what to expect from the podcast and about how we picked our 100 movies and things that excite us coming up in the future. Yeah, ma'am. Okay, so. Who wants to start? I'll start. Okay. Everybody, welcome to Indefensible. We are Christina, Cal, Tommy, and Dave, and we're here to talk about movies. The premise of the show is as follows. We each picked 100 favorite movies, more or less, best movies, favorite movies, whatever, uh, you know, filtered through the subjective. And we're going to talk about why they made our list. And we're going to talk about ones that are unique to each of us. If anyone picked the same movie twice, it got cut from the list. So the podcast is going to be uh, episodes where we talk about each movie. The three or four of us will each talk about one movie that made our list. And the other two or three of us will talk about why that movie should or should not be one of the best movies of all time. Make sense? Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Yeah. I do want to add, uh, we had very little interaction with one another when picking our lists. Yes. So we, we all did this entirely separated from one another. That said, I think everybody had uh, like meta thinking going to their uh, creating their list. Thinking about, you know, I, I don't want to put something out that somebody else is going to have because I want to be able to talk about that. Thinking right. about like, I know I put on some stuff that is not maybe in my top you know, hundred favorite films, but that like just needs to get talked about. Yeah. So let's talk about picking films. Tommy, how did you pick your films? The easiest way for me to do this was to break it into categories. And so my thought process was I was going to develop 10 different categories and those 10 categories, I would list my, in no particular order, my 10 most deserving or most, most favorite films by that category. And my categories were fairly arbitrary and, and, and incredibly personal to me. I did a, a category of just films that I think are awesome, my favorite films. Um, I did a category of action films, a category of comedies, a category of cartoons. Uh, because it is the season and it seemed to make sense, I did a category of uh, spooky movies, not necessarily horror flicks, but but movies that, that feel thematically appropriate in the Halloween season. We are recording this on the 15th of October, so we're right in the middle of Halloween time. I did uh, kung fu movies. I love kung fu movies. I think kung fu movies are great, and I don't think they get represented enough in shows like this. I just don't. Sports movies, you know, stuff that all kind of seem to fit my viewing particularities. So you started with genres. You picked 10 yeah. genres yeah, and 10 movies per genre yeah, to come up with your 100. Yeah. Excellent. One of the weird... One of the weird things that I found myself doing was I thought it was going to be really difficult to come up with 100 films. And what I found myself running into was I had more films that I thought, gosh, I have to get this on the list. And so I would, okay, well, this movie technically counts as a kung fu film. I'll take it out of action and put it into kung fu. And now I can clear that slot up to move stuff around. So there was a significant amount of cramming into this list, way more than I thought I would have to do. I thought this was going to be a difficult challenge, and it was really... uh, Whittling it down was more difficult than coming up with movies, for me, personally. All right, Christina, how did you pick your movies? It was pretty similar to Tommy's strategy, except it was less organized. I just started coming up with genres as I was thinking of movies. I'm like, oh, I, I'm coming up with a lot of horror movies. I better put this in its own category. I, I didn't rank any of the movies, and I didn't pick exactly 10 for each. Like, some... Some genres have more movies than others. Some of them overlap. 
I found that a lot of sci-fi movies overlapped with my action movies. Very similar to, to Tommy, but more disorganized. And I, I did come up with over a hundred as well. Not not by much, but just over. And I had to make some cuts, but not by much. All right, what about Cal? Cal, how did you come up with your movies? Dave, you and I were talking a lot about this on a conceptual or abstract level. And I know that I took my own personal view of how things should be sorted and kind of ran with that. But if I'm going to underline my successes in this, I think that the, the plot that I came up with, the mechanism that I came up with, coming up with my list at the start was what I ended up going with, which was easy to do. I just threw movies that I kind of liked onto a big list and then sorted out like this is the the best group. And then, you know, if it's better or not as good as most of the movies in that group, it goes into the second group. Or I think I ended up with six groups. So like the sixth group is, you know, those are good movies. And if they fall off the list, that's fine. All the movies in the fifth group, though, are better than all the movies in the sixth group for me. Which I think there, there's probably some sort of way of um, finding a statistical, mathematical mechanism of getting to that. But anyway, it works. Something like standard deviations. Something like standard deviations, exactly. I have to add, I didn't think about what others were picking. I just picked movies that I like. I didn't care that it would get cut from the list. I'm like, I like this movie. I'm going to hold on to it and put it in the list. I kind of put movies on the list that I knew would get picked by other people and felt bad about them. Like, oh, no. I know Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is going to be on somebody yeah. else's list. So, oh, I well, here it goes. I didn't think about that at all. I was very selfish. <laughs> I actually made a list of 100 and ranked them in what I believe is exact order from 1 to 100. Um I don't know. Give me a week and I might reorganize them. But for now, I have my number one favorite movie at the top and my number 100 favorite movie at number 100. And then I carefully place them in between. So I did not go genre first. I just kind of started listing movies I like. And when I got over 100, then I started to edit it down. Like, I'm really glad for some of the inclusions on some of these. Christina, especially, I think you filled in some of my blind spots. So, like, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. Mm -hmm. I, I found that with others, too. I think it's fantastic and fascinating that, that Christina and I took a very similar approach. And both of us ended up with the exact same number of entries on this. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that is unbelievably, like, this is, this is a weird glitch in the matrix which didn't make the list so we have I, a list of oh, what is it 294 movies that are unique to each list cal had the most unique movies i had the fewest unique movies i matched with the most people mm -hmm. and tommy and christina weirdly um are tied for second Whoa. Because they have the exact same number of movies, 74. So weird. So weird. Yeah. We're part of a hive mind. Yeah. 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 And you're the person in this group that I know the least. And so that, that <laughs> this is what is the it's most interesting to me. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the matches real quick because we're not going to talk about these in episodes. These are movies that we agree upon should be in a top 100. And we thought, you know, that's not going to make for an interesting discussion if we just all like, yeah, that movie rules. What can you do? <laughs> the one movie, we had one movie that made all four lists and that was The Matrix. Which makes sense. It, it makes sense. Pretty good movie. Yeah. I think it reflects strongly on our age. Um, yes. Like, I think we were all ready for that movie when it came out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
It blew my mind when I walked yeah. out of the theater. I remember leaving the theater and like having to take a walk to <laughs> clear my head after watching The Matrix for the first time in the theater. I remember seeing American Beauty and taking a walk mm. afterwards, but like that didn't stick with me the way The Matrix did. There's a lot to say about The Matrix, which most of it's been said, so good American that it's on all Beauty, lists. American Beauty stuck with me. American Beauty is on the list. It was on Christina's list, yes. and it was the only. Some other movies that we matched on. So these are ones that matched on three people, not four. Inglorious Bastards, Kill Bill 1, Predator, Terminator 2, and Total Recall. Quentin Tarantino and Arnold Schwarzenegger represented in the match three list. <laughs> None of those are bad movies. I don't like. I don't think any of those are on. Are those on my lists? Some of Bastards. them. Okay. Yeah. Inglorious Bastards, Bastards has to be. And T two. Yeah, definitely. Inglorious Bastards was might have been made for me, but yeah. T yeah. two was not on my list, so it's the three of you. I know yeah. for sure. I represent every movie, but the Inglorious Bastards on my list. Have you seen it? Do you like it? Or yes, yes. But uh, again, a movie that. Uh, I metagamed and said Cal is going to pick this movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it should be talked about. Um, I didn't realize that David Christina would also <laughs> pick that movie. It's a movie with an ending. I will talk yeah. about a movie with an ending. Yes. Yeah. 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 Kill Bill One is on the list. Kill Bill or is on the match three list. Uh, Kill Bill Two I get to talk about because no one put Kill Bill Two on the on their lists. I I see it as one movie. I don't count them as two separate movies. I think they're two separate movies. I think they're. I think they're two. Se- I think they're absolutely. I, two separate I think it was a marketing gimmick to milk it for more money. I think Kill Bill One is a lot about punching, and Kill Bill Two is a lot about words. Agreed. Agreed. I think Kill Bill Two is the sweeter one. Like it's. Yes. Fucking. Rules. I like. I liked one better. Kill Bill One is a revenge story, and Kill Bill Two is a love story. Ah, oh, they're different genres. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I. This is how I think. Um, yeah, I think you used the totally wrong words, but I'm on the same page with you. Okay, good. <laughs> Kill Bill 2 is another one that I have a good story about. I was working extremely late nights, and I was in the worst mood, and I wanted to see that movie real bad. And so, like, <laughs> I worked, like, 6 p.m. till 3 a.m., and then I had an 8 a.m. showing of Kill Bill 2 to go see. And I was just like, I'm tired. This sucks. I'm in a bad mood. I should just sleep through this movie. But I went, and I watched it, and from the second the music hit, uh, it was a joyous experience. I was delighted by that movie. Is that 8 a.m.? Something like that, yeah. That's nuts. Opening was, day. Something like that. It was, like, ah. it was just like a special hours for the that day? For the new movie, yeah. Yeah. It's like, got the um, Hatoro Hanzi sushi bar scene, right? Is in two? No, it's in no, that's one. Ah. one. Ah. What? Yeah. I don't remember. One of like my all-time favorite scenes and so that might be my favorite quentin tarantino scene it's her slow rolling him that she knows japanese yeah yeah there's a bunch of movies that were doubles there were 44 movies that were doubles i'm not going to list them all here but um some funny ones that are in there brazil is in there which is the movie caleb and i may have had as number one on our lists maybe not again a movie that i didn't list because i knew cal was going to list it yeah it's on record as my favorite film. I, I've yeah. made the decision yeah. that is like, do I vote red or blue? Well, I vote Brazil. Highlander matched on two lists. There was not one. There were two Highlanders. So we won't be talking about Highlander. Which is sad. 
which is sad. That movie needs a remake real bad. I think it would be really cool. Ooh. I don't think it does. I think it is. I think the original Highlander with with Christopher Lambert is perfect for what I, it is. But I think like, made a, imagine the potential. Sorry. Imagine the potential. Like, it could be something great. But imagine the downfall. Mm. You know, like it could be, it could it be terrible, a, or yeah, it was a, it was a, it, it's kind of like I, I view it the same way as like the RoboCop remake. Like when the original RoboCop came out, it was in an exact perfect time, and the remake came out, and they're like, hey, we're gonna make RoboCop with a bunch of technology, and it was way worse. Well, the thing is, I don't think you need another run at RoboCop. Like RoboCop fucking rules. Whereas Highlander, I think, has a lot of, like, really kind of weak points. And, like, just getting another director on it would be fantastic. But at the same time, like, you make that today and it's going to be, like, yeah. to, to, to today's blockbuster yeah. rules and today's, yeah. like, yeah. the way they film things. It's not going to be as, it's not going to have as much character, I don't think. You're, you're not going to have Queen. You're not going to have yeah. the, the wrestling scene. You're not going to have the physical effects of like exploding cars and shooting electricity around Christopher Lambert. Like, yeah, no, that, that movie couldn't be made today and be better. Fucking around in a church. I, we're, yeah, we're getting, we're getting in the middle of, we're, we're having a, an, an episode, an episode zero. I, I love it. Over the island. <laughs> I, like, I do hate the sentiment, like such and so movie couldn't be made today. Oh, uh, okay. But that, that's going to be a chestnut I, yeah. that I bring up probably a lot. I, I agree with your statement, and I guess my my uh, argument against it, specifically in this case, is there is too much of a risk of, of a remake or a redo of that film just being bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, like if if it's made by the same like the Marble people or the um, right Fast and the Furious people, like no, it's. I, I don't need that. That's going to be Robocop. Which, like, I kind of want to get into the Robocop remake because, like, that cast is great. But at the same yeah, time... Yeah. I want so to agree with like, both of you on Highlander. I want to say uh, there's a lot of potential for a very good remake, but there's a lot of potential for a very bad remake Yeah. of Highlander. We'll never know unless they try it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. If they, they remake it, like, it's not going to destroy the original. The original will still be there. It'll just reaffirm that the original is better. It feels bad. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I find something very interesting about the match, too, is the Cornetto series. Edgar Wright. The Edgar Wright movies that, that didn't make it, and the one that made it through, I think, is very interesting to me. The, the two that didn't, Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. Wait, did Shaun of the Dead make it? Was Shaun of the Dead not? I don't think Shaun of the Dead was on a list. Oh, wow. Okay. Wild, right? I need yeah. to redo my list now. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Because Shaun of the Dead is pretty cast iron. I mean, that's yeah. just a good yeah. movie. It's a yeah. good movie for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, you know, congratulations for me. My pick got through. But um, World's <laughs> End is... A bit more out there, a bit more personal, oh, yeah. a bit more... Um, it's trying to accomplish some other things than the other movies in that trilogy. I also think it's really interesting that it was being the third in, in the series created by a cast and a director that had established themselves. Like, oh god, who plays Sean? I can't... I totally just... Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg went and did Mission Impossible and then came back and did World's End. He was in AAA title movie blockbuster, you know, summer blockbuster films. And then came back to do this movie with his buddies, for lack of a better term. And so I find that to be really interesting about the world. But again, we'll have an opportunity to talk about that later. Yep, that one we will talk about. Uh, I'm going to have to answer for a lot of Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. 
I have a lot of Marvel movies that made the list, and I'm going to have to justify that. Christina, you had a bunch of Pixar movies. Yep. Yep. That was your little corner. Tommy, do you think you had anything that was particular to you? I mean, I think I kind of hit, like, the 18 to 22, born in the 80s, male psyche. Mm. You know, uh, Die Hard, Terminator 2, uh, that's not on the two list, but you, you, you get it. Desperado. Pulp Fiction, Desperado, you know. Thank Luke you Demolition for putting... Man. Desperado, like, if you go back and, and, like, run the numbers, if you put it on the, the, the spreadsheet, like, it's, it's not that great of a movie, but it just... It's so badass. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. There's so many scenes in it that are so good and I think, lovable. I think I hit. Like I, I, I definitely put myself in the box. Did anyone put From Dusk Till Dawn? No. No. Nope. Damn. I should have put that yeah, on there. That was, that was on my, my cut list. Talking about Desperado and I was thinking about Sama Hayek as a vampire. Mm. I'm like... Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really interesting on the cut list that Dread missed but judge dread made it i'm gonna have to represent judge dread which i think is a good movie i think that it's interesting that that's on me arguably the better film missed the list yes no dread is a better film than judge dread yeah yeah (laughs) for sure and so that's very interesting in the end but judge dread is still pretty good um judge dread fills a gap for me because I'm really big into mid-90s movies where um, practical effects were ending and CGI mm. was beginning. And Rob Schneider was cast. Rob, so if <laughs> Judge Dredd, if you were to take Rob Schneider out, that would be a top 10 movie for me. If you could just <laughs> Google Pixel CGI Magic Magic yeah. Eraser, yeah, Rob Schneider from the movie and just have the rest of the movie. I think it's a good movie. I really like the practical effects. That robot villain that the bad guy has is yeah. a is a puppet. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah. I'm going to talk significantly about this in our first episode. That 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 exact point. And Max von Sydow's in the movie. Oh, yes. Max von Sydow. Oh yeah. my god! And he puts on the long coat and goes out into the wasteland. Yeah, that Max movie. von Sydow and and Armand Asante just like showed oh, up yeah. to play. Like fucking oh, yeah. a. Yeah. Is is a. Uh... Judge Dredd, um, faithful to the comics? Yeah, a little bit. Sure. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. Right. Which uh, one? Which one is more faithful to the comics, Dredd or Judge Dredd? Probably Judge Dredd. Okay. Yeah, they're goofier than. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the comics Dread. are super like it's a gimmick. We're gonna do this, and this is gonna be canon for forever. Now Could they be... didn't do a launch after Dredd came out of like a new grittier Dredd. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, well, probably. I, I believe that. Yeah. 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 But like to, I, it might have been like in conjunction with the film. To be fair, so, Judge Dredd is number ninety six on my list. So. <laughs> Still top one hundred, but we're we're not talking about up there. I have all three Lord of the Rings movies on my list, yeah. which means Fellowship doesn't get to get talked about. That's correct. Um, Fellowship but, was absolutely absolutely on my list. But the other two do. Yeah. Cal, I'm looking at a lot of Coen Brothers, but not The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Well, yeah. You got oh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. You got Barton Fink. Yeah, Barton Fink. I, I need Barton Fink in my life. So An- Another movie that I didn't put on my list because I knew Cal would Yeah, Barton Fink will make the list. Yeah, I feel like I have to state that Cal and I spent every Thursday of our entire collegiate career sitting in my apartment watching films. So, like, I, I think I had a, a track on his list. <laughs> Maybe better than he did. 
I did put the Mean so Machine on there. Yeah, yeah, and we and it ended up on the two list because yeah. we both put it on there. Oh damn it! Yes, I know. Yeah. All right. All right. That's one. That's one that I thought you wouldn't list. I thought you wouldn't do that. Christina, just generally speaking, what movies are you most excited to talk about on your list? Thinking. Okay, since we're in the A's, I was already thinking mm. about the B movies, and I was excited to talk about Black Swan. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. We saw that at the theater together, right? No, I don't think we knew each other when it came. No, out. it was before. No, I saw that movie with my friend Kasha. Oh, uh, okay. In the theater. What am I thinking of? It's probably some other lady. I don't know. Some other lady. <laughs> <laughs> there were Your so ex, many. Ex-girlfriend? I don't know. I don't remember either. It wasn't me. It wasn't you. Because it, it came out in like 2009 or 2010, right? But I caught you on camera. Dave, it was me. <laughs> yeah, me and Tommy went. <laughs> I've never seen that film. That's not me. Uh, what else? What else are you excited for on your list? All my horror movies. I have a lot of good horror movies on there. I have almost no horror movies. Which, I, it makes the Halloween episode difficult to plan. <laughs> I, I saw the movie Barbarian, another B movie. B Letter B movie. I'm really excited to talk about Barbarian. But, like, I don't want to talk about it because less you know going in, the more what the fuck this movie is going to be for you. <laughs> we can spoiler alert that episode, yeah. Yeah. If you it, want. Everyone needs to watch it before they, they see it and talk about it. Did anyone else uh, see it? No, that one's, that one's on the list, yeah. Okay, so I'm the only one who saw it. So yeah, don't watch the trailer, just watch it. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything about it. The less you know, the better. Cal, what are you excited to talk about on your list? I think I mentioned this in chat at some point but big trouble in little china i, I think that's on, on my list like the sweet that's, point that's, yeah and, and that's on the list that's one of the ones we're gonna get to talk about big trouble in little china especially for the point that i'm going to make spoiler alert i'm gonna say uh big trouble in little china does so many things so well that marvel movies don't and that modern blockbusters mm. don't oh, like, okay we'll delve like into that, that. We'll get yeah. to you first before we get to when I have to defend Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me poke some holes in that book before you put in. Your <laughs> big, big Trouble in Little China. That's like another movie I grew up with that I shouldn't have grown up with, but <laughs> <laughs> just like nobody monitored what I watched. I just watched whatever I wanted, and a lot of weird shit like Predator and Total Recall and Big Trouble in Little China was in there, and it just shaped me as I grew up. Tommy, what are you excited to talk about? I'm mostly uh, petrified about appearing like an idiot. Hmm. Sure. Um, I'm. I'm mostly like just just scared to death that I'm gonna I'm gonna get in front of you guys and you're gonna go. How can you defend that this movie's indefensible? Uh, roll credits. Um, and I'm gonna be like, no, but it kicks ass. And somebody's just gonna go, no, it doesn't. And I'm gonna go, oh my god, it does. No, I'm really excited to talk about Hudson Hawk. I like that yeah. movie. I haven't seen it really, in like 30 I'm years, really but I liked it at the time. It made the list biographically. Um, I, I, when I, in the situation that I grew up in, I grew up on a farm that had no access to like cable TV or anything reasonable, and in a small town that it was relatively difficult when I was younger to like get to the movies and see stuff in real time but my grandma who lived in town had hbo and so she would put a vhs tape in the vcr and would just like record i don't know whatever it was 12 hours of tape of hbo and then would give it to us and That's so cool. we had 
like like secondhand bootleg uh, HBO from back in the day, and yeah. whatever film HBO happened to be showing, and one of those those tapes was had Hudson Hawkeye. I've never and heard of Hudson Hawkeye. It it is a quasi musical Bruce Willis heist film, and it Weird. is goofy and silly and brilliant and just a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot no. of fun. Um, Richard E. Grant, you got, um, yeah. what's his name from Do the Right Thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's got a great cast. It's, it's very silly. It reminds me a lot of the Sylvester Stallone movie, movie Oscar. Sure. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Um, and that sort of like goofy like a concept right comedy. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Jack to talk about that. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I am a very big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. Um, I'm bummed that T2 and Predator didn't make the list, but I'm ecstatic that Conan the Barbarian and Commando did. Kind of formed who I am as a human being growing up. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and petrified to talk about the uh, Asian movies that I put on the list because I am an uneducated white man. <laughs> and so like, I'm going to have terrible takes on this stuff, but these movies are so fun and so good and more people should see them and not point out like, oh, but it's unrealistic. Yeah, it's supposed to be. You know, but it's I, fun. I, like I'm realizing, like right now, like today, like Tommy, is is there any Takeshi Katano on any of our lists? I think not. Like I really need to edit Zatoichi in there or something. Yeah, I mean, I oh my god, or Battle Royale or like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I want to watch. I want to talk about Beyond Outrage, I mean, but not because it's one I, of my favorite films. I got Kurosawa on there. That that that's my my claim to fame. As I got in the Kurosawa film. All right, we got some we got some Japan then. Oh, I've got a couple of Japanese yeah. films. All right. Yeah, yeah. And Ghost Dog: Way of the Samurai. Yeah, I am both uh, excited and terrified to talk about my list because half of it are smart, cool films, and half of it are dumb action films, and I'm gonna have to stand up for them. I cannot wait to hear you defend Jackass the movie. <laughs> Jackass the movie is easily the most fun I ever had in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. That's I can appreciate that. That stands for something. Uh, it's oh man, it's number fifteen on my list though, which is wow. Yeah, it's up there. Wow. And then there's a couple movies on here I haven't seen in a very long time, like Dogma and The Truman Show, that hopefully hold up. Uh, I'll watch them again, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, otherwise, my list is a lot of Marvel and Lord of the Rings, and then a lot of like really cool movies that someone else picked. What else is going I'm on? Grateful, I'm grateful. I'm eternally grateful that you got clued through. Yes. Uh, like in, in this practice, uh, I personally like a, a, when I looked at you know the data that came out of this. Which again, the data that came out of this is so <laughs> mind blowing to me that I can't wrap my head around it. But there's so many times I looked at it and I went, "Oh, that is such a good movie. It should have been on my list." Or you know, it's got me thinking like, "Why did I put that on my list when I could have done you know?" But but this exercise was was. Uh, Cathartic, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's not the right word, but uh, well, I have it was to, at least educational to me. Yeah, educational and interesting. And you know, we might break the rules and talk about Brazil because I think Kel and I have to. Huh. Uh, so we might just do that one day. I we don't know. Have, uh, we should have episodes uh, about about the cut list movies. Yeah, once in a while we should. Yeah. yeah. 
cheater episodes. We're gonna cheat today. There you go, yeah. cheat day. We're gonna do a we're gonna do a whole episode on the Matrix, mm-hmm. and this is how much it fucking rules. Yeah, we should. Yeah, there's probably a bunch of like 18 year olds that have never seen it before. Oh, they need to know about it. All right, so for next week. We're going to talk about movies that start with the letter A that are on our lists, which means I'm going to talk about Argo. Cal, you're going to talk about A History of Violence. Christina, are you still on Adaptation? I might change it because I want to watch it again. (laughs) Um, If I can't get a copy, I might change it to something else. To Amelie, Aladdin, or American Beauty. Yes. And Tommy, I got you down for The Addams Family. Yes. Yes, you do. So that'll be episode one. Movies that start with the letter A.